0: Well, hello, and welcome to the Things to Realize podcast. This is Mark Patterson, and it's Sunday morning on this fifth day of March, 2023. And uh, this is a podcast for the newsletter that I published Tuesday on the 28th of February. The newsletter was called New Favorite Things, and uh, the subtitle is Almost Famous and Frankly Not Famous. And I have a picture on the front of um, a visit we took to the Painted Hills last weekend where we had snow out there. The Painted Hills are in the uh, middle part of central Oregon, or actually central part of central Oregon. Um, and it's in the John Day Fossil Beds uh, National Monument, I guess it is. And um, i tell you what, there's an awful lot of really great geology and just things happening in Oregon. I mean, there's an awful lot of volcanic activity, an awful lot of just interesting um, types of, you know, landscapes and we have fossils and everything. I mentioned the fossils that I saw nearby to this area, which was the Blue Basin, um, which had fossils going back, I think it was 30 million years. Is that right? 30 million years ago, we had these mammals running around. 30 million years ago. There's mammals running around the hills of central Oregon, just frolicking, you know, saber-toothed tigers and strange, I don't know—you know what they want to call them, kind of like mini bear pig things and turtles and uh, things like that. 30 million years ago, and that's uh, the area, and this, of course, is the Painted Hills are um, kind of erosions from that period, and uh, it's quite amazing. So I have a picture on the front of that, and... um I wanted to kind of walk through the, walk through this with you guys. So uh, the first, I have two sections. I didn't do an intro on this one. I just went directly into it. Um, and section one is Almost Famous. I have a quote. The only true currency in this bankrupt world is what you share with someone else when you're uncool. And that was uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman playing the character of Lester Bangs in Almost Famous. Sorry babe but I won't be home. be home tomorrow Oh what a movie! How did I not know about this movie? My friends and I went out last weekend to see how the snow played with the painted hills and as you can see from the photo above, it was special. Now it takes a while to drive out there and we were talking about movies. Almost Famous came up. It turns out it is one of their favorite movies, and I thought I saw it when when it came out. But as they described it, I realized that, no, I never did see the movie, and for the life of me, I don't know why we didn't see it back when it came out. But I didn't, and so I thought I'd spin it up. What a romp. It's a story set in 1973 of a gifted kid named William Miller, whose sister turns him on to rock music as she's leaving home uh and which is funny because and this is an add-on um it's a classic situation where you have somebody who is uh kind of a late boomer era the generation jones era which i am squarely uh, in the middle of where our older siblings and cousins uh were the right in the middle of that they were the boomers right they're the ones who actually could go to Woodstock and they were the ones who could Go th- do things like discover America and go on the road and leave home and go to India and things like that. That all my boomer friends did, but they were the older brothers, older cousins, and things like that. So I thought that was interesting that they opened the movie with this kid who's like still stuck in high school, and she goes she's able to go off in 1973 and see the world. But anyway, uh, he starts writing about music. Uh, for school sending articles into the music mags until he eventually piques the interest of Ben Fong Torres of Rolling Stone magazine who commissions him for a story on a band called Stillwater. Now William is 15 years old but hey it's the 70s and Rolling Stone had no idea that he was that age and so William goes on tour with the band in the film, could be called William in Wonderland from that point forward. Now, I am not writing this to critique the movie. The movie is great, the casting is inspired. Billy Crutup, Francis McDormand, Kate Hudson, Jason Lee, Zoe Dishonel. Philip Seymour Hoffman, Mark Maron, Jimmy Fallon. I mean, come on. And I'm telling you, it is. It's a fun movie. Uh, Kate Hudson and Zoe Deschanel are just unbelievably gorgeous. Unbelievably gorgeous. The soundtrack is wonderful and plentiful. There's an awful lot of music on this soundtrack, for sure. And the license fees must have cost a fortune. The movie is a love story to rock and roll and its fans. But this, I'm not writing this as a critique of the movie. Just, it's fun. It came out in, what year was it, 2000? I mean, uh, it's a 22-year-old movie. Anyway, it's great. It's a great movie. But I'm writing this because, once again, there is something out there that I never really noticed, and that, bam, becomes a new favorite thing. Curiosity and discovery are so much fun. If you haven't seen the movie, watch it and enjoy it, and maybe it will become your new favorite thing. And if you have seen it, it's time for a refresher. And as an aside, I really, really dug this movie. So watch it. It's, it's, a, it's one of those things all of a sudden it bubbles up, and um, that's why I'm doing this. It's a new favorite thing. I have a number of things, a theme of mine. is coming across something like you've never come across before, and there it is, this thing that's been out there for this case about a third of my life and 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 i've seen it and i thought i saw it but i never did and here it is uh something that i really dig and i'll probably watch it again before long it's really great you should watch it but more importantly keep an eye out for uh for favorite things for things that um you you may have overlooked things that are coming up that um that you'll you'll dig you know there's a lot out there there's an awful lot out there. Section 2 not famous and I quote and you dance until the morning all by yourself and somehow you know you're not alone Eminem duel 2 the song is you're not alone And speaking of favorite things, the song You're Not Alone popped up on one of my playlists last August as I was driving out to the desert, and I couldn't help it blur it out when I was listening to it. What the hell is this? I could not place the song nor the band. I had no idea when it was recorded. It sounded like it could have been recorded in the early aughts. I immediately loved it, I had to find out what it was and I looked it up and found out that the song was from a German band called Amendul 2 and that it was released in of all times 1974. And you dance until morning, all by yourself. Dance a- 1974, how could I possibly have lived this long without hearing this song? I got pissed off at my older friends I had back then for not turning me on to this band. But none of my friends would have known about them. They are obscure and I don't know anyone who has ever heard of them. But boy, am I happy this nugget showed up in the pan. Emendul was a German commune where members played music, made art, rejected the expectations of society, and rejected the bourgeois 9-to-5 life. The music they made tended towards the progressive side. They listened to some of their work, other than this song, and it fits in well with bands like King Crimson and Pink Floyd. Their other work is easily identifiable as being from the late 60s and early 70s, but You're Not Alone is different. It's ethereal, it's spiritual. I love the feeling of the music. I love the message, which is no matter how alone you feel, you're not alone. And it's true. Even if we're not in the room together, we are all together on this orb. We are not alone. It's a wonderful song, and I'm glad it reached out from obscurity to show up in my playlist. Have you come across a piece of art or music or a movie that immediately became one of your favorite things? I love when that happens. And as you notice, it's kind of a theme of a lot of what I'm writing about to kind of bring these things up and unearth them, you know, let you see them. I love finding things that I haven't seen before and that are just nuggets of creativity of humankind and helps justify the human race. Because Lord knows there's enough things going on where... um, we could make a really great case to say that humans are kind of a pain, <laughs> but they also make beautiful things, and I and I love when we can we can kind of unearth them and and experience that creativity. And to that end, I'd love to hear your experiences, your nuggets of wonderfulness that you've come across. Please comment. and Let me know. And as they say in the fancy podcasts, Mark, read us out. So. Thanks for listening to this edition of Things to Realize. Please comment, like, share, and subscribe if you haven't already. If you subscribe, the newsletter comes in at Tuesday mornings at 9 a.m. Western Time. Like clockwork. And since uh, since actually November, I'm pretty, pretty amazed I've been able to pull that off. Uh, the podcast comes later. could be, I think it's going to be the weekend after. Uh, we'll see how that plays out but you definitely get the podcast as well and um and if you like it please let people know about this share it out there spread the word hopefully you're finding things that are interesting and that are interesting to you and even be a bit inspirational you know i mean uh, to get out there and do your work do your stuff you know add to the world add your creativity to the world um There's a lot, I have a lot of creative friends, a lot of people who are listening to this and reading this who are creative, and I love the work of all you guys. So keep doing it. And uh, that's it for this week. So until next time, this is Mark Patterson, Things to Realize. Thank you again for listening. Ciao.